Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Folks, episode number 49 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Today is Monday, October 15th, 2018. I am your host, Jimmy Dice. With me, we have Ed and Kev. Boys, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm sick. Welcome, welcome back, Jimmy. Ah, <laughs> uh, look at that. It's like I never left, right? Oh, we <laughs> right? missed you. We missed you so much. Not we like I listened. So- <laughs> it's not like I fucking listened to that shit or <laughs> no, you did, did you? You dismissed. You skipped over that episode. It's like I'm like, not on it. I'm, I'm not, not on it. He listens to all the ones he's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty oh, yeah, much. Yeah. No, I listen to all the ones I'm not on because I just hear you guys shitting on me all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small but anyway, but anyways, to pay. Here we are, folks, with episode number forty-nine. You can email us scruffypodcasters at gmail.com Like us on Facebook slash scruffypodcasters. Follow us on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. You can follow myself, James, at Hebert207. Ed, at F- Ed is at Scruffy Ed B. Kev is at KP1 sign up. 1KBG. Holy fuck. At KBG1974. Leave that in. Unedited. Here we go. Set, leave us some reviews on We're live. Send us we're some live. emails. We're really, uh, re- really loving the emails, and uh, we're going to get to some today. And uh, are we in Star Wars? Star Wars? I have a cold. Uh, yep, that's me and Ed. We both have bolts right yes, now. We it is absolutely cold. miserable. That's cold. the American weather, isn't it? The American no, weather. It's, it's the American allergies, really. Yeah. I mean, I would say, oh, Queen Anne's Lace and Goldenrod, last bouquet of summer, but it's been fall for like three weeks. Mm. <laughs> oh. Our blood, the cold weather hit then. Our bloodline's weak over here. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah, weak, it is, isn't it? It's too no, far um, from that amazing great royal Great British steel. Great British <laughs> steel, that's what you need. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've had, uh, yeah, the cold weather's hit, but it hasn't been, like, super ridiculous. Not yet, anyways. Not yet, anyways. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to plant my garlic this weekend, so. Leaves are the, falling. Before the hard frost comes. Yeah. Yep, the leaves are falling. Uh, it is prime, uh, prime uh, foliage weather right now, which is fantastic. Indeed. Um, I definitely got out, and... Uh, Got to see some uh, awesome foliage and stuff like that. Which did you ride sweet. alone? I did. I did ride alone. That is dedication, buddy. I'm impressed. It is. Forty-eight degree fucking weather. It's dedication, all right. <laughs> Forty-eight degrees I'm sad I Fahrenheit make it. in the morning, and oh man, that was chilly. <laughs> yeah, I bet you got a minus ten deg- when you're on a motorbike, motorcycle. You got a minus ten degrees from what it actually is. 
And that's how it feels. Pretty much. Pretty, 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 pretty much. Anything Star Wars for you there, James? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, old Star Wars. Old Star Wars? Kind of. Uh, I've been doing some work on my lightsaber. Ooh, shut up. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Took please it apart. share, please share, please share. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I took it apart, uh, redid the battery again because yeah, the battery definitely died. Yeah, something's up there. with that. Can you tell me what's something, wrong. Something about it. It di- it discharges when it's all connected up like that. So, mm. it's so these are the, just these are the ones that you it. built. This is the one you built. Yeah, these are the ones that we built. Yep, yep. Mm. Through Casco Bay Saver Works. So, woo woo. Wait, our and I saw on his Bay. Facebook that he's doing another one. So, if anybody in the Maine, New Hampshire area wants to. Do a build a lightsaber workshop. Check out Casco Bay Saber Works on Facebook. And they have more details there. Mm-hmm. It's all good stuff. Yeah. Yep. What, was, the, what uh, was wrong with it then? What was wrong with... Uh, no, I just wanted to kind of do some tweaks to it, modifications to it, and trying to customize a little bit better. When I had the... Um, when I had the... Uh, um, what was I going to say? The leather on The leather really didn't sit exactly the way I yeah, wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, and I'm trying to, like, fix that so, like, the leather goes under the piece of metal so it, like, looks like it's more organic and part of the, part of the unit. Um, I've been taking off, uh, so I've been doing that with the lightsaber, trying to move things around, polish the things up, like, smoothing out some of the middle because there's still some, like, sharp edges on it. That's been, you know, kind of, kind of lame as as far as like ease of transport and not like cutting my hand open and shit like that. Uh, I made some refinements to the bottle opener, which is the most uh, important, um, <laughs> obviously important uh, uh, piece important of the lightsaber. Of the yeah, lightsaber. yeah. Forget yeah, the yeah. forget the actual blade emitter and the blade itself <laughs> and what's true purpose is. It's the it's only reason you bring it anywhere, bottles. right? I mean, <laughs> It's like the main reason you bring it anywhere, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. I only bring it somewhere to open beers. People are like, why the fuck do you walk around with a lightsaber? There we go. Yeah, uh, 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 uh. Didn't, didn't say the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, but, that's uh, got to be the most extravagant and coolest bottle opener around, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's probably some other ones out in the world somewhere. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so I've been I've been trying to and also working on my office down here. That's going to be like my Star Wars podcasting gaming cave, and uh, mm. really stoked for that. I can't wait. I'm really this cold weather, which will keep me inside and indoors. And when I'm not playing craps, I will be uh, dedicated 110 percent on uh, on my room. So got to make sure that's uh, all up to snuff. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's been my week in Star Wars. Uh, Kev, how about you? <sighs> not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> um, I know we're going to get onto this in a bit, but I've I've watched all three episodes of Resistance. Um, we're, we're going to talk about that in a bit, aren't we? <coughs> I think. What? Yeah, Resistance. I'll say I've watched those. Um, yep. I've, I'm up to date on the Vader comics. Other than that, that's I've not really done a lot. Impressive. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's, that's more than me, man. I'm just playing with my friggin' toy over here. <clears throat> yeah, that's like, what that they call it these I days. 
I haven't bought anything. I haven't done anything. No more autographs said. I do apologize. Um, All right, Kev. Like, I haven't heard <laughs> of a, an uh, autograph that you've gotten in like a couple weeks. I I've think got, we got to get on it might be about a month since I got one. I'm, I'm getting withdrawal symptoms, man. I'm telling you. Oh, I saw something the, that the uh, gold leader is going to be somewhere, but you probably already have his, huh? Oh, come on. Come on, man. Of course I have. <laughs> that Dutch Vander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I already have that one. Yeah, he's at, the, uh, he's at the one I'm going to at the end of the month. Oh. Dutch. Paul Bet- That's yeah. Cool. So who are you getting at the end of the month? Paul Bettany. Oh, oh, that's, that's right. right. I heard that on last week's podcast. Yeah. And um, Michael Pennington, uh, Moff Jojerod from Return of the Jedi, who Ooh. is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, I don't think he well, does double many conventions, all right? Real double so, efforts. Double, hmm? double efforts. Yes. We shall we double our efforts? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, other than that, no, nothing, nothing else. So... A quiet week. A quiet week, I'm afraid. You know, a quiet, good, wholesome week, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my, mine was man. silent in terms of Seriously, Star Wars. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Zero. Not even. <laughs> nothing. I, nothing. Uh, my wife ran a marathon over the weekend. That's not Star Wars, Ed. That's and, not Star Wars, Ed. And there's nothing Star Wars about that, but that took up my Is weekend. He- was she dressed as a Wookiee or anything like that? You know? <laughs> There's got to be a Guinness Book of World Records thing. Like, ran a marathon in a chewy suit in X amount yeah. of time. Yeah. You see, that's a that's a goal and a half, isn't it? Mm. Or in some sort of, um, like... Or, or like know, slave layout outfit. outfit or, yeah, slave layout. <laughs> lay- it would be amazing how many photographs would be taken of Gina that day, wouldn't it? It would, be, yeah. it would be quite, it would be quite bizarre as a husband sitting there yeah, going, really "I'm not popular. I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are I all these guys why. taking photographs of me? It's like Gina's really in the middle of like Gina's like, like twenty guy runners running behind her. What's going on? <clears throat> yeah. Hey, I tell you, uh, running eight minute fi- eight fifty miles, like that's fucking impressive. Oh yeah, that was her yeah, her pace. Guys would be running behind her going that fast. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, she ran yeah, it she in did three awesome. hours yeah. and forty eight minutes, I believe, was her time. For a marathon. Full marathon. Yeah. And oh. she got seventh in her age group. So most impressive. Holy holy moly. Most seventh. impressive. That deserves that, doesn't it? That deserves that. Absolutely. Still, hey, and I watched I watched toddlers. Wars, <laughs> I watched toddlers the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Drove around, cheered her on. That takes some logistical work. <laughs> Did you not read them a Star Wars book? Just to say uh, you've done something Star Wars. No, no. That's right. Well <laughs> they have a little toy lightsaber in there in the car there that they play with, but they fight over it actually. Because it's just one. And like mm. you know, if they sit behind the driver they get it. They get whoever's behind the driver gets gets to play with Luke's Return of the Jedi p- toy lightsaber. It's oh. actually it's actually from the Mr. Potato Head Luke Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's it's cool. the lightsaber from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So they play with that, and they make the noises and stuff too. It's pretty cool. Anyway, everybody has to make the noises. Don't. Does it light up? Has it got a little? No, 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 no. But oh, it is like a like a green, see yeah, yeah. kind of plastic. Yeah. 
Very durable, uh, mind you. Mm, <laughs> it's been nice. through a lot. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's move <coughs> on to Are You Kidding Me segment. I think it's James's turn. You can't get out of it this time. <laughs> so I have you now. <laughs> he should have two or three lined up this dude. Right? Actually. He should sure. have two so or technically, three. Technically, I do have two, but I'm only going to go with one, so Ooh. go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Mr. Well, Come on. Anyway, Are You Kidding Me is a segment we do. We try to do every episode. Where any, we take anything in Star Wars that makes you say the phrase, are you kidding me? And uh, we let you guys know about it. It could be stuff from like trivia in the making of. It could be stuff from like the old EU in the canon that makes you like bewildered. Anything. Anything. But uh, yeah, here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But a welcome one. But a welcome one. Before you start, Jimmy, did you notice they use the phrase in resistance? Excuse me? The are you kidding me phrase. You need to stick that in there. They used the are you kidding me in resistance. Oh, yeah, you should. Ooh, that's a good idea. All right. Ah. I'll get that. I'll get that. (sighs) Come on, All right. (laughs) All right. So, everybody... Put your recliners back. Lay back. Relax. (coughs) We're going to go back 19 years. All right? We're going back to 1999. Star Wars The New (laughs) Jedi Order. Vector Prime. Uh Uh-oh. 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 This is a big one. Yeah, by R.A. Salvatore that kicked off basically the first installment of the new Jedi Order series set in the set in the EU. Uh much controversy behind this book because of what I'm about to say and you all are gonna find out exactly what it is. Uh if you don't know already, ninety five percent of you should know already. But uh we're gonna talk about the death of Chewbacca. <gasps> and oh. you know and you know and, and all the way up until this point uh Chewie has been one of like the untouchables, right? You got Han, Luke, Leia, 3PO, R2D2, Chewie, Lando, Wedge Antilles, like Admiral Akbar. You can't, you know, untouchable characters. Well, until the Last Jedi, where they fucking killed Admiral Akbar off. But that's all right. <laughs> uh, they just did. It. They executed it wrong. It's the only problem. They did. He should have had it like at least one more line, for God's sake. But anyways, you know, you, you have these untouchable, like, invincible characters. It's like, you know... It, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, wait, 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 I, wait, 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 wait. What? His line what? should have been, this is crap! Okay, continue. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> so, up until, I will say that this book started, it changed it all. By killing Chewbacca in this book, you opened up the entire universe. Not just Star Wars universe. I'm talking movies, books nowadays, Game of Thrones. No character is safe. When Chewie died, it proved to the entire world that no one is safe. Which is a very powerful thing, you know? Like, that's, that's huge. 
showing that like a character as legendary and loving as Chewie can just die in such a shitty, stupid way. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm getting to the point. I'm so getting did you I'm did you read the book? With, uh, of course, I read I've, the obviously. book. Obviously, Kev, did you? Are you? Kidding me? Yeah, a long time ago, I read it. I hated it. I didn't read yeah. it because I heard about that. And I was like, fuck. I said, first I said. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, first I said, are you kidding me? (laughs) I'll come up with like three or four are you kidding me's right now. Are you kidding me? That's what I said first. And I was like, I'm not fucking reading that shit. (laughs) But yeah, go on. So, so, you know, it it really took away a beloved character and opened up the whole universe to like, oh shit. No character is really safe now. Except for like Han, Luke, and Leia. C-3PO and R2-D2. But anyways, continuing on, uh, I wasn't sad at how at the fact that Chewie did die. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. It took it, you know, it got everybody out of that whole like, oh, it's okay, everyone's gonna live and we'll live happily ever after, and like everything's gonna be fine and no one's gonna get pissy and you know everything's gonna be great. But no, everything isn't great because. If you're going to kill someone, do it in a more epic way than just copping out and being like, oh, a moon crashed into him. Yes. <laughs> a moon. Yeah, just describe to the listeners what it, like, kind of happened. So what happened is the, the Yuzan Vong, the like uh, a species from another galaxy, came and invaded the Star Wars galaxy. Came from afar. The Far Outsiders, as referred to in Timothy Zahn's books as well, because the Chiss already knew about the Yuuzhan Vong in the expanded universe anyways. But I digress. That's a whole other conversation. But you have, uh, you have this group where they harness energy, biological energy and from like other planets and people and species and things like that. And what they do is they use these like gravitational thing inside of their whatever organic coral mothership to take the moon of CERN Padel and crash it into this planet. Or excuse me, yeah, um, the moon of CERN Padel and crash it into this world or whatever. And Chewie's on it. And there's a and there's a decision that has to be made towards the end where, you know, Chewie can either jump on the Falcon because the Falcon's like ready to go and take off, or save Han's youngest son, Anakin Skywalker. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm fucking Chewbacca, <laughs> I feel like I can easily throw the kid in the Falcon and then just jump on the Falcon and well, away you go. How old is the kid at that point? Uh, he was like, like young adult was, or like no, baby, no, no. He was toddler. he was like early teens, like eleven or something oh, like okay. that. Ooh. Yeah, and I just, I you know, I just thought the whole thing was rubbish, just <laughs> rubbish. So I, I have a question for you. I don't know if yes. you've read beyond it in that storyline, but was there ever like a oh, ceremony or like a funeral or any lamenting of his death? Uh, there was, and actually, the 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 death of Chewbacca basically affects Han throughout the rest of the series in a way that uh, Han Solo resents his son Anakin because he blames Anakin for Chewbacca's death. Ooh. And he like showing that he um pretty much loves Chew- 
Chewbacca more than his own son. <laughs> I mean, obviously he loves them both, but you know the fact that every time he looks at Anakin, he's just struck down and paralyzed with this just anguish and just feeling of loss from like his best friend. Like, yeah, I mean uh, he he know, showered no parents, naked, no with him. brothers. Well, he's got Thrak and Cell Solo, but he's a <laughs> shitty brother. But like the real family, like the legitimate real family that Chewbacca has, is encapsulated. Or sorry, the the real friend that Han Solo has is encapsulated in our buddy Chewie. Yep, and uh, it's it's just. Uh, I mean, I get it. Having a having a moon crash in a planet crashing into you is a pretty epic way to go, but <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like, oh man, there's no way we can kill a main character. Ah, we'll have a planet crash into him. There's no way he's going to escape that one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, pretty much. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, once that's you, you know, have, once you I shower naked with somebody, Jesus. right? Once you shower naked with somebody, you you're pretty attached <laughs> to them. Oh yeah. So, sure, so sure, when sure. when Chewie died, I'm sure Han was like, "Oh my God, remember that time?" <laughs> yeah, right. Remember that time we were together and. But uh, but yeah, so that's my that's my. Are you kidding me? Like yeah, cool that you killed Chewbacca, but really, did you have to do it that way? Bullshit. Can you yeah. imagine if that if Disney did that, it'd have gone that way with that storyline, the backlash of that. Right, you know? and you know, <laughs> now now would they have gotten away with that? Would Disney have gotten away with that? It's like really, you're gonna crash a fucking planet into them? Mm. Well, they killed Han Solo, didn't they? And it's like, what well, they said done. You know, I mean, just they gone down that they, route at that time. Uh, but they killed Solo in a very good way. Mm. You know, that was yeah. very like that. That's like stringing on the the heart, pulling on the heartstrings kind of thing. Whereas the way Chewie died in Vector Prime is just like wait. And he goes into detail about like Han sees Chewie like burning up and shit like that. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. I mean, I remember that. I haven't read that book. Well, I did read it. Must be like eighteen, nineteen years ago, so I can't remember jack shit about it. So I can remember, um, obviously the the death from it and all that lot. And just, is, there, is that? I can't remember with Luke and because Luke and Mara Jade are in it, aren't they, or something? And does she? Yes. Does she get ill or something? Does she get? Mara Jade, I don't know. I remember. I don't remember that. I haven't read the book in like five years. Mm. Oh yeah, I've read it way long time, and I can't. It kind of put me off reading any more of you. That book. <laughs> wait, did not like wait, that. wait, wait. Are you admitting you've read this more than once? M- me? No, me? I mean, no, no, no. James, James, James. Oh yeah, I've, with the exception <laughs> of Crystal Star, which will be uh, my next time. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> the thing is, I had to really go for Crystal Star because it's Halloween season. But anyways, anyways. Yeah, we got it next uh, week. We'll do it next week. That's true. I'll fucking do it again. Sure, sure. If you want it. But anyways, um, but yeah, that's 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 my whole... Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, thanks, yeah. For, thanks for bringing up Vector so, Prime again. So how many times have you read it? <laughs> I've only read it twice. Oh, are you kidding me? Why <laughs> are you kidding me? Really, so really, uh, what's interesting, uh, to just stay on the subject for one more quick minute, um... 
there were certain things that really turned you away from Star Wars, you know, whether it's like a bad movie, bad video game, shitty book, child thing, like overdone this, overdone that. Um, and for me, I didn't get that tiredness from the new Jedi Order. There was definitely a little bit of fatigue where it was like, oh, my God. Yep. And now it's we're devolving into like chaos and shittiness continuously even more. Uh, but at some point. What really actually stopped me, and actually the book that I just haven't finished, is the final book in the uh, Legacy of the Jedi series. The very last one. Mm. The last one where Luke confronts Abeloth on Coruscant, and they're teaming with Sith from this unknown fucking planet that, oh yeah, there's a bunch of Sith here. Are you kidding me? And no one like figured this out. Again, that's that's a whole other thing. Well, we now know <laughs> there's a we now know there's a Sith temple underneath. And that's canon. not only is the Sith yeah, there's a Sith temple there, but there's a whole planet full of Sith in this EU this <laughs> EU multiverse that we're in that no one discovered anything about. We had no idea they were there. Mm. Anyways, um, so do you think any porgs showed up for Chewie's funeral? <laughs> Yeah, right. They're all the one cheering his death. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. He ate. I one. think they. They he were all one eating. Of us. They were yeah. all eating dead Chewie, weren't they? they oh yeah. yeah. They, they, they got teeth. They have teeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of porg, I got a little news here. I think we maybe mentioned it last week. Did we, Kev? Uh, ILM Lab. They announced a, a new mixed reality experiment you know with the vr oh no we didn't but yeah we, it's called we dun, 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 i'm gonna do it no i don't know if i will project porg <laughs> project porg oh Holy shit. man so you know those games they've been around yeah, a while where you like garbage where you like get a pet and you like raise it and shit and level it up or whatever. So this kind of sounds like that. So oh, like, yeah, a what giga, were they called? like a gigapet. So this, what's that? Gigapet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and in, in this, so they released a statement. It says, in Project Porg, you will need to gain the trust and affection of your porgs by offering them treats and playing with them. No. Teach them how to no. maneuver real-world environments with care instructions. From Star Wars' most meticulous droid, C-3PO. Oh, my God. So, Anthony Daniels included... The most annoying To boot. To top it off, you get Anthony Daniels. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to use this as my next Are You Kidding Me? Because this one writes its... That one writes itself. Oh my god! Oh, that's, that's a double that's, one for you, fellas. <laughs> double? Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. That's what makes the Empire Strikes Back so cool. Is that Han Solo switches that motherfucker off, doesn't he? He's like, shut up, stop talking. Oh <laughs> yeah, my everyone god! Goes, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Oh. All right, so we got we got some news. We got we're gonna talk Resistance Easter eggs and whatever James and Kev think about the show. Um, because I talked about it last week, what I my thoughts, and then we have some little spoilers from Episode Nine in Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is that new 
live action show from John Favreau. Um, so we're going to throw the nine and Mandalorian towards the end because those are the spoilery stuff. So if you don't want to hear that, you can turn oh, it off. Oh, come on. You should know by now. Just listen to <laughs> it. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Jimmy, spoilers are wrong. You can skip over it and go right to the outro music. <laughs> I don't do spoilers. Yeah, Kev. When we this? first met Kev, I don't like spoilers. Um, just so you I'm know. I'm reading everything now because of YouTube. <laughs> Bastard. Because if you know, like online, if you don't read I'm it, like we'll just tell you. I'm looking at anything, looking at all set photos and all this lot, and I'm like, what am I doing? Who's yep. spoilers? These are spoilers. It's fucking conversation. I can't, I can't stop it. It's so good. I can't. <laughs> look away. <laughs> Do it. I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong, yet I cannot look away. Uh, I cannot stop reading. Thank you, Making oh, Star man. Wars, Jason, for giving us content. <laughs> um, so let's go over the non-spoilery news first. We also want to talk about the latest Vader comic because the next one's going to come out this week. So we'll give some time for people to read that and then go over that in a couple weeks. Uh, to start, let's go with Chuck Wendig. Sadly, Chuck yeah, Wendig. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. The that author, he's the author of Af- the Aftermath series, um, which I personally was meh with the first two books. The third one I loved. Um, <clears throat> but I love terrible. all of The first one is terrible. Yeah. But I love all the characters. It just felt like a like you're you're mm. playing D and D with a group, you know. Like it's like this group of characters. They all have different classes, and they're going through. But the third book really, really, really shined for me. Um, well, yeah, because all the other characters are dead, and you only have a few left to focus on. But they're good, <laughs> good characters. Um, so he pioneered, like speaking of characters, the inclusion of like the LGBT characters he has in there, like Sinjir, which is, he's fucking awesome. I love him. He is awesome. I like him a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, so he was fired by Marvel. Uh, it was apparently in the editor's decision because of, quote, negativity and vulgarity. And this is from his tweet, uh, Chuck Wendig's tweet, that my tweets bring. Um, I've followed him on Twitter since like he came out with Aftermath and yeah he's known for having far left heavy opinions which I mean if you agree with them or not they shouldn't really have any effect on his job unless they're like wicked offensive or something but the guy the editor apparently was saying like the vulgarity and negativity really affected him I don't know if it's offensive I guess it should affect his job but it seems unfair if it's just the vulgarity and negativ- negativity, especially because they didn't even warn him about it. They're just like one yeah. day. They d- one day we're like, nope, you're fired. Wait, what? Why? Oh, because of this. Like, at least give him a chance to be like, okay, no, I'm going to continue doing this. You can let me go. Or, okay, I'll clean it up. Right? Yeah, give peace a chance, man. Like don't don't do it for politics. Like politics should be totally separate. Right. I don't know. But I mean, this this really surprised me because typically, um, if you're going to get shut down, typically you're conservative or right leaning, not liberal progressive. Mm. So I thought that was 
mildly humorous. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. What's what's going on over here? So how long how long have these tweets been going? Because it seemed a strange time now. Is it just because <clears throat> I've never I don't follow him on and, Twitter and or anything. Him so, and Stephen but, King, like all way back. Him and Stephen King will go back and forth too. So, so, talk about so the why same now? Stuff. Why now? I pff, I think it just built up. I've no I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it seemed a strange. That's what I got from it. Was the timing of it when, you know, we're back in that situation when obviously he'd done the, the aftermath trilogy and he was working on this new Vader comic, wasn't he? That yeah, it's called um, uh, what was it? Shadow of Vader. For Shadow um, of Vader, yeah. So so he was working on timing. It. Seemed yeah peculiar, like very peculiar, and an unnamed mm. Star Wars book. As well. Ah, so he'd got another novel in yeah in the works as well. Yeah, I know reading about this, it's a strange one. It's kind of like how it's all come about. I mean, I'll be honest, I wasn't a huge fan of the aftermath trilogy. I thought some of the writing was terrible in it. Um, it kind of grew on me though. It did. Mm, yeah. Oh, got, the first one better, was not. Yeah, exactly like Ed said. But the, the, I mean, the, the first one I didn't like at all. But yeah, they got they got better. But yeah, it just seemed. He brought yeah, us. He brought that. us Mr. Bones. Mr. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Bones. Yeah, that was best awesome. fucking droid ever. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, he's a B one battle droid that's like decked out with like chainsaws and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Knives, chainsaws, blunt objects. It's like <laughs> I'm going to murder you, and he like murdered these guys like so gruesomely. He's like, oh, blood splatter everywhere. Blood splatter. Blood splatter. I'm like, holy fuck. And he's just like Roger, Roger, you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his Roger, voice Roger. is just—it's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bones is definitely uh, takes the cake. It made that story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sad day. Um, sad. It's not gonna push me to not read like comics anymore as much as I don't like Marvel's decision because there's plenty of artists within Marvel that deserve attention but he was saying that it was more the Marvel's decision than Lucasfilm's decision so I don't know if he'll ever be involved with Star Wars again he obviously loves Star Wars and I don't know like I it does sour the taste of Marvel, though, for me. Mm, it does a little bit how it's all come about, doesn't it? <clears throat> mm. And speaking of Marvel, they recently announced, or I don't know where I saw it, I think Justin Rodriguez from Will Communication was saying that they announced that there will be a last issue. I mean, obviously there would be, but it makes me sad. I, mean, I would hope so. For the Vader comic series that we're following. <laughs> I don't want it to end. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, good things come to an end. Uh, oh, I guess. Come to an end. Okay, so we'll talk yeah, you about don't want it, you that don't want later. It to just drag on, though, do you? You don't want it to just drag on. It's not dragging. I am no, willingly walking it along with it. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine if it did and it started to suck and you'd be like, oh, they carried it on no, too long. That's not possible. I am that's skipping not, alongside not, through the poppy field. Yeah. Well, they've just finished the Poe Dameron ones, haven't they? So they've finished yeah. now. Because I think they've said that that leads into episode nine because he's been promoted again, hasn't he? And he's back to... Are you reading those? Um, uh, I'm a bit behind on them. I have been reading them, but I'm a I little bit... Yet. You know, yeah. we spoke last week. Um, there's quite a few comics I'm a bit behind on. The Poe Dameron ones and the, the Star Wars series. Um, mm. 
and I'm I, not I want to do Star Wars and I want to do Afra for sure. Mm. And maybe even the previous Vader one, even though it wasn't supposedly that great. I've reviews. done the Afra ones, but I've just got volume three. So I've read volumes one and two, which I think goes up to issue, probably issue 12, something like that. And then, of course, is the two of them are tied in with like the Screaming Citadel ones, which is it's great. Um, so, yeah, they all sort of, but I'm a little bit behind with the Poe Dameron ones and the Star Wars series ones, <clears throat> which we spoke last week. So I've got to catch up on them. Got to catch up on them. Um, yeah, good. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. All right. So next up, we had a little <clears throat> news. Remember um, last week, Kev, we talked about Alphabet Squadron in the book. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah, I'd yeah. I thought I'd shed some light on that. It's not a children's book. Real. <laughs> um I'm not sure what genre it is. It doesn't say it's a young adult, so it could be a legit novel, but the Penguin Random uh-huh. House released a blurb on it. So I'm gonna read that for you guys and you can tell me what you think. On the verge of victory. Garbage. <laughs> on the verge of victory <laughs> in what seemed an endless war. Five former rebel pilots transform from hunted to hunters as they strike out against the vestiges of empire. Set after Return of the Jedi, Alphabet Squadron follows a unique team, each flying a different class of starfighter as they struggle to end their war once and for all. I'm going to end this once and for all. So five rebel pilots is those five ships we named last week, <coughs> the U-Wing, the A-Wing, the Y-Wing, the X-Wing, and the B-Wing. Wow, I did that off the top of my head. Bam. The C-Wing, the D-Wing, <laughs> the, F, the F-Wing, the J-Wing. Like. F-Wing, the U-Wing. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they're getting a bit obsessed with this post-return of the Jedi stroke <sighs> fucking period now, aren't they? Jesus. I know, so much. Yeah. There's so much the potential. The Mandalorian set there, resistance sort of in between there. We've now got this in between there and all the other stuff. You like. Well, there's so much room, Kev. It's like 30 <coughs> years. Yeah, I know. Mm. There's so this much room like for activities. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it'll be set right after, though. I'll take it. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right after this. So there'll be no, like... You know, I think it'll be set pretty much a bit like um, the stuff on Battlefront. It'll be right after, won't it? After the destruction of the Death Star and where we are. From yeah, there, yeah. runs it out. I don't know. I didn't see a release date. Uh, let me see no, if I can Google it. <laughs> Google it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's quite a few. Because there's a Master and Apprentice book coming out, isn't it? There's quite a few bits coming out. Yeah. This says so June fourth. Gonna... June fourth, twenty nineteen. Yeah. That's such a long way away. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. That's, that's such a way away. Oh no. Yeah. The B Wing's my favorite already. Just looking at the cover. Really? I love the B Wing. I'm sorry guys. It's useless. <laughs> Without protection of like every other starfighter. A <laughs> Wing is a close second. I like wow. the A Wing. It's useless because like it's I know so it looks nice. It's so fast and maneuverable. You see, this is how little I know about. It's like cars when the people go, 
what cars do you like? I go, I like that one. It looks nice. And they go, well, fuck, that doesn't work. The engine's shit on that. And I'm like, okay, it looks But it great. looks nice. The A-wings look great. Yeah, that's like, that looks lovely. I like the look <laughs> of that. <laughs> they may be useless, Jimmy, but they look good. Hmm. True. Very true. Yeah. All right. Um, coming up next. Coming at you. Let's, you want to do resistance now? Sure. Let's talk resistance. So if you haven't seen it, oh, move on. Oh. Or listen, and then move along. Not care. Move along. <clears throat> so I have a giant list—not a giant list—a few things of Easter eggs I found within it. Um, but let's start out uh, talking about what we thought about it. I already mentioned my thoughts about it on the last episode. If, so if you want to hear it, go download that one and listen to it. But now Kev has finally seen them all. Kev and James, what do you think? Kev, go ahead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, right, okay, I'm going to review this. You want to go with the good and then the uh, bad? Or the bad, then the good? or the? Um, well, my first, because I've seen three episodes. The three, have you seen them all now? Yeah. So, which is like the recruit. Um, Fuel for fire. Fuel, that's the third one, isn't it? Yeah. And what's the storm, is it? What's that called? Uh, the dark. Oh, I can't yeah, I can't remember. Um, I've found uh, I'm not sort of enjoying it so far. Um, I will be perfectly honest. Um, I absolutely hate that lead character so far. Oh, Kazuto <laughs> um, or Kazuto? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? After what you said last week, and it stuck in my head. <laughs> I'm about sorry. How, how old is How old is he supposed to be? And he acts like Anakin from The Phantom Menace. And you're like, this is horrible. And I'm, and I'm watching this. Um, the supporting characters aren't too bad at the minute. I kind of like the, yeah, yeah. the guy, his mentor so far, the mm-hmm. guy who's kind of working Sergeant, for uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember. Yeah, you'll have to forgive me, I've not learnt the characters yet. Um, which is pretty terrible of me, I know, but it's just been that crazy this week. Um, uh, this, But what I've struggling with so far is obviously supposed to be his going around going um, telling everybody he's a spy well (laughs) fucking stop doing that dude yeah no what's the fucking isn't your job not to tell people you're a spy yeah it is like I've got a spy on the first order I'm gonna be spying he's so bent on being a spy like he's like I'm gonna shrug everything else (laughs) off like the job like Mike that like I'm disguised at, like, my disguise. You're yeah. disguised. That's part of spying. <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm going to fuck that about. shit up, and I'm just going to go out uh, like a spy and be a spy, spy, it's spy. A, it's, it's as bad as, like, the Roger Moore era James Bond, isn't it, when he just walks in a pub and they go, ah, Mr. Bond, welcome back. And you're like, hang on, is he supposed to be spying here or not? It's like... Um, uh, well, let's just take a step back. It's for kids, obviously. Nope. Yeah, I mean, well, this is, this is what, I'm lead, what we're leading into. Is is this? Um, I mean, I know. I kind of felt this way with Rebels the first off because it was kind of like, and there's little hints of um, good things to come that may come. I mean, obviously with with the base that they're on, I kind of was interested when I don't know if it was Episode Two when Phasma was in it at the end with the pirates. Mm, Why is that base so important, and what are they? 
you know, why are the first order, you know, because obviously they, they sort of wanted the pirates to take the base, but it's like, what's so special about it? And what's, you know, what's going on there. Um, and, and, and also with, to say it's supposed to be about pilots and things, there's not been that much piloting and racing in it yet. We had the one race in it and there's kind of the episode, I think the third episode, which was hinted at the hyperfuel, was it, that he kind of thing, but nothing didn't really go anywhere or do anything. So it's okay. I'm not, it's not utterly terrible at the minute, but I'm not, I know it's early days yet, but, um, his mentor there yes. is Jarek Yeager. Yeager. Mm. And uh, yeah. according to IMDb, he's only in three episodes. But that can mean anything. It could change, obviously. The three episodes really? are the ones we've seen. But there's, there's like only two other characters that have had more than three. So I think it's just going to be updated as they come out. Mm. But yeah, I, the kind of uh, Nick Toe character, whatever he was, he was... He was okay, but then he's kind of just doing the same thing episode after episode. So yeah, far. well, I mean um, that's him, and I liked his character. I, I kind of liked that. But you're you okay. kind of focus yeah. on him because you're like, uh, Kaz, uh, mm. and you're like, okay, yep. I, I have this Niku guy. I'll like focus. Oh, it's too much. It's too much focusing on him. But he's great as mm. a support character. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of okay. And then, and then there was mm. who was the character in the recruit the his rival pilot the girl. Um, mm, yeah, and, uh, and I can't remember a name, and it was annoying me because she sounded exactly like Tall Guy Barbie from Toy Story Two. <laughs> Just Tor- go back and listen to it. Toradoza. No, yeah. t- she sounded like Tall Guy Barbie. Yeah, Toradoza is the pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm not sure if it was her voice, but she sounded like Tall Guy Barbie from Toy Story. Two. I'm like, come on, this is annoying me now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. We've got a long way to go in this series, and I think it will get better. There's potential there. Um, yeah, you can tell it's going to be a slow, slow-going slow series. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah, I think it will kind of be this little arcs being planted in the story yeah. arcs. Being he's going to build up his fighter, building up, yeah, make it yeah. better, so, and then he's going to be amazing. I mean, I must admit, I watched it on uh, like my big screen, and I mean, the animation and the sound effects were terrific I lo- you know some of that some of the the race from the first one was great you know but it wasn't long enough it felt really short you know on in the recruit the first race that he has you know when he's like i'm the best pilot in the galaxy i'm the best pilot in the galaxy and they were like right prove it and the race was really short i was expecting a little bit a bit more yeah. from that yeah it was it didn't but, seem short to me but yeah it was it was what it is uh, I, mm. I'm interested to see what the connection to the first order ends up being, and I'm yeah, hoping it's so, jaw dropping, like it's like Niku or, you know, some close friend of his that ends up being a, or the the mechanic, what's her name? Well, like I, Tam, I did wonder that. I, I, I did wonder if there was going to be some sort of traitor in that whole crew or something, yeah. or a spy from that side that was. I don't think it's Jaeger because he's had <clears> such a past with like the rebellion and the republic and stuff. Hmm. Because that was quite good in episode, I think that was in the third one, when obviously he found the photograph of his, of his family yeah. from the Battle of Endor, and, and he was kind of a little bit of a, a, a you know, a hint at his future character, and I thought, you know, that was quite quite nice. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, it, it feels, 
it feels a little bit episode one-y with certain things. I noticed, I mean, I picked up the announcer, which was obviously from episode yeah. one. So I have a bunch um, of Easter eggs I want to go through. That's we'll go one into of that. Them. Yeah, well, that I'll is one of them. And then we'll just, yeah, so that's, that's how Did, I feel so far. Uh, James, what do you think? Did you end up finish, watching them all? or? Uh, I watched half of them. Um, I agree with Kev. It's a little bit. It's a little bit annoying to start off with. I think Every, everyone's on the edge of their seat waiting for your response. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking sucked. I don't know. Yeah. It really wasn't my thing. I, honestly, like it took me a while to really warm up to. Oh, rebel. Jimmy, you were so diplomatic there, and then you finally was like, "Oh, nah, fuck it, it sucks." Yeah, no, I, I just. I mean, I, I get it, Kaz. Maybe I'll grow on him eventually, but I st- I'm still trying to grow on Ezra. For crying out loud, right? <laughs> yeah, um, no. true. Yeah. You know, you just can't you just can't drop all these annoying main characters on me and expect me to like them. I did thought it was pretty cool. We got to see a glimpse of the R41 Star Chaser from uh, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. That's like one of the old Starfighters that they piloted. It was pretty cool. Um, and his Sky Racer friend named Rucklin. I mean, what the fuckling Rockland? What good are you? I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the I think there's a lot of potential here to sort of fill in some gaps here and there as far as just trying to get people still inter- interested and energized with the series, especially trying to reach out to the young audience, which is exactly what this is trying to do. Um, I think eventually we'll see just in general terms, because I, I haven't finished it yet, um, in general, I think you're going to find people, or I mean, you'll you'll find the writing get a little bit more darker, a little bit more adult, like what happened with Clone Wars, like what happened with Rebels. Uh, just a you know, all right, now we we have we've we've sold the younger generation into it. Now let's sell the parents into it too. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think that's mm-hmm. exactly what they'll do. Yeah. Um, you know, let's start. Let's start with the kids first. Yeah, because Filoni's kind of done that anyway, hasn't he? With like exactly like you say, with Clone Wars and Rebels, they were they were that way. When we got into Clone Wars and when them, it kind of was pretty light and <clears throat> sort of child friendly. And then all of a sudden, we got into the Night Sisters and things like that, and it got a lot darker, didn't it? A lot, mm-hmm. you know, and the Darth mm-hmm. Maul story and the Dothamir stuff. Rebels mm-hmm. was the same. That kind of went. And I think you're right. I think this will do exactly that. I think. There's little bits, you know, we got to see Phasma and a little bit of the First Lord, and I think it will get, um, yeah, start to come in it a bit and Star more. Killer Base, that looked yeah. cool. I really mm, like that. Did look good. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for it. Honestly, I I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. What are we trying to kid here? Of course, I'm going to watch it. Mm. But I just mean I have to enjoy it. Um, uh, it's no, tough when the I'll main character it. it's, it's star wars man like yeah I'm gonna, it's not going to be something that i rewatch. like it's not a rewatchable for me you know um no I'll it's not it's not be, for uh, me at the minute yeah i mean i'm going to be picking some nits here for uh quite quite a while with this thing but well for pilot episodes uh, if, it's not bad yeah if it feels a little like rebels where we're, we were annoyed with ezra's mannerisms and annoyingness annoying yeah. yeah and uh it's it's similar with kaz although kaz is like <laughs> how Worse. old like you know like this is the thing kev he's mm. he's he's a the new republic 
recruited him, trained him. He is a pilot in the yeah. New Republic. <laughs> Piloting I one mean, of those new X-Wings. The T-85, like, which is pretty cool. T-85, and he is making these comments and deci- decisions like he's like 10 yeah. years old. Yeah. It Absolutely. just doesn't and, uh, it, compute It kind of well. just felt wrong. It didn't feel, you know, and, and I know, you know, when, when Rebels started, and I, it was kind of like, well, we had Ezra, but like Kanan was kind of the more interesting one. This feels like that, like he's, mm. he's been put with this guy who's kind of got a past with the rebellion and stuff, and you kind of go, I'm quite interested in him, and I'm, there's other side characters, and kind of that mechanic's obviously going to have something else about her, and you know, you're kind of in the same position. Like we had, feels very similar to Rebels in the fact that, you know, can, the main character was the annoying one, and all these other characters around were quite interesting. Quite cool, yeah, yeah. Can you can you guys think of any other kids, cartoon show where the main character acts like he's ten, but he's obviously like in his twenties? No, not offhand. That's a good <laughs> question. That's a good question, but. Mm. Not off the top of my head, no. Just, I suppose, well, so, well, what are the Spider-Man ones, if you think of hmm. Peter Parker later on? I mean, he's in kind of the... I can remember the 80s show, he behaved a bit like that. The 80s Spider-Man show, but it's a long time since I've seen them. But it just felt... When you said it last week, I, and then I was watching <laughs> it, and I was... and I, I Honestly, dude, 100% agreed. I was kind of like... This guy's supposed to be, you know... A spy. A spy. I'm a spy. I'm a spy. So shut the hell spying. up. Let's do some spying. Let's do some spying. I'm a spy. And you're like, dude. I'm a know. spy. You know, I'm sure it's at working. spy school they don't teach you to go around saying you're a spy. <laughs> yeah. When I grow up, I want to go to Bovine University. Yeah. They fucking Ralph Wiggum over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Well, because we love Resistance so much, let's go through some Easter eggs. Yeah, go on then. I got this from DigitalSpy.com. It was directed to me by Jedi News. Um, so the beginning was pretty cool. It started out funny where you, with that intro with the planet and then the droid head comes up yeah, yeah, and yeah, overshadows yeah. it. You know, like it's usually like a starship. I thought that was clever and funny. All right, sweet. It's a cartoon. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go through that TIE fighter, TIE interceptor, sorry, TIE interceptor oh, versus X-Wings battle, and it's red. That was cool. TIE interceptor being involved. I've always loved the TIE interceptor. I'm sure you have too, James. Yeah, it is the one of my favorites. Yeah, it and you cool. want it to be in things, and it never is, and then finally we get it. Yes. And we, it's like, fuck, we get it in this? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kylo gets it like as kind of his ship. It looks a little like one, but way better. Um, true, very true. Yeah, the red pilot piloting it. Did that remind you of uh, Cardinal? It's red. You know the dude from Phasma, the book. Yeah, yeah, that's red. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, well, I thought it. I thought it was that at first, but then it didn't say. They said like something. And yeah, it, like, oh. it wouldn't be because because Cardinal no. Cardinal is more the stormtrooper training guy. Yeah. So he wouldn't be a TIE pilot. So I'm like, oh, it's like Cardinal's equivalent, but a TIE pilot. Yeah. Which is cool. But I don't think we got a name for him. Did you guys 
I didn't, I didn't pick I didn't it up. Remember. I didn't. No, know. they just refer to him as like the red guy or mm. whatever. Yeah, in the oh, red right. tire, <laughs> tire interceptor. <clears throat> that should be like the red, the red top guy from Star Trek, shouldn't it? It'll be dead as. <laughs> oh yeah, red, red shirt. shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red shirt. Beam down to the planet, red shirt guy. You'll be fine. <laughs> So um yeah so next on the list we got Aunt Z so this is the per- the the lady who is the bartender on the planet they're at Ugh, I forget the name of the planet anyway the ocean planet <coughs> <coughs> she reminded me when I was watching it of Uncar Plut Uncar Plut yeah I thought that mm, so agreed. I'm I'm reading about this and apparently she's not the same race as Uncar Plut but that's race quote unquote. They are both from the same planet, named Cruel, which has cool. two sentient species on it. It's an oceanic planet. There's two sentient species. The males are called Crowlutes, and the females are the Gillians. And she's a Gillian. She's Gillian. a Gillian, then. Yeah. So I, I mean, whatever, however you want to think about it, they're the same species, but not called the same because they they separate the sexes into two different names. Sexism. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something out of Doctor Who. Gillian, McGillians. Yeah, G I L L I A N D S. Mm, okay. Mm. Sure. Okay. But no, that was my initial right. thought. Is like, is she the same species as <clears throat> a couple of? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I like her character. She's just kind of, you know, yeah, like a typical, like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck all like kind of attitude. A surly barmaid. A yeah. surly barmaid. Yeah. <laughs> surly barmaid. You guys see the quaking monkey lizard? Um, that was kind of not hard to miss. There was a snaggletooth. Mm-hmm. You see him? In the bar? There's a, yep. um, I mean, I was, I was watching it again today. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> and I was lo- noticing it in more in the bar fight scene. Remember when he instigates the bar fight? Oh God, that, yeah. One of the dudes in the background, definite snaggletooth. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that because that sort of bar fight is <laughs> where he's like clumsy as fucking hell again. He hit, like, he's, oh, this so is... he's playing darts, and he throws yeah. the dart at the board. But he's not the board. The board that he's already thrown like five darts at and has gotten like bulls on every one. And then he throws the last one at the back of uh, some Klaatuinian standing next to it on, at the jukebox <laughs> that has the same design as the, like, the dartboard on his back. It's just classic. I mean, it's like, it's funny, but it's funny. Haha. No, no, it's not. Yeah. It starts a giant bar fight is what happens. I didn't fully mind it, but I was like, um, you'd have to be pretty stupid to throw it at the guy's back that has mm. no darts on it. <laughs> was, wasn't it Wasn't it like tampered with that or something? The, the guy gives him... It did it seem bets. like that, right? <clears throat> like it like magnetized he over? It, doesn't, he? He has a, doesn't he has a bet about if you do that, like a yeah. double yeah. or nothing thing? So it's clearly that was like... Because it, like, veers off, doesn't it? I'm sure it, like... I think it was, yeah, now that you say it. So I think that was... Because that was my initial thought, and then I'm watching it again, and I'm like, well, maybe not. Because it is a kid's show. I mean, I've only seen it once, but I'm sure that it was meant that... 
It does make a weird him. sound. Like when he throws yeah. it, it's like, and it goes over and hits the guy in the back. Mm. Um, but I think for like kids, maybe they think he just accidentally, you know. Mm. Yeah. But what's the race of that little dude that he makes the bet with? Because it's the same like race as one of the pod racers, right? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. One of these, From Phantom yeah. Menace? Ah, I can't yeah. remember. James? I don't know. Any... I can't remember the race. Yeah, no. But I know the cat. Yeah, I know what you mean in the um, in the pod race because he dies in that. He's mm. like, yeah. Sound effects included. I'm looking it up right now. I don't see it. I don't. Oh, there it is. Rats Tyrell is an Alina pod racer pilot. Oh. Yep. Oh, I'm so good at Google. All right. Um. <laughs> so Alina is the species, and he makes the okay. bet with him, and it starts a bar, bar fight. Okay, back to Easter eggs. Sorry, tangent, tangent. Um. Snaggletooth tattoos. Did you see the tattoos on that? You know, so the Klatuinian I mentioned that he nailed the back. He's his name. Yeah, Bolza <laughs> Gruel is his name. He has tattoos on him. One is a rancor. It's like a rancor face with like crossbones in his mouth. Okay. Pretty cool for Return of the Jedi rancor. If anybody, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the emblem of the Black Sun. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, you see it in Clone Wars and Rebels. And a Wrath Tar from The Force Awakens. And a Space Slug from <coughs> Empire Strikes Back. Space Are you whale? calling Wrath Tars? No Space Whales. Sorry, James. I know you like oh, Space Jimmy. Whales. That's why he doesn't like this TV show, <laughs> isn't it? That's why he doesn't like this TV show. That kid, he wants a Space Discrimination. <laughs> Jimmy, come on, man. Come on. Embrace him. Embrace it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of our love for the Phantom Menace, there were some pit droids. Yeah, I saw them. These, they yeah, were easy yeah. to spot. Where you hit them in the nose and they fold up. Mm. Uh, and the announcer you mentioned earlier, Kev. Mm. The double-headed dude from the Phantom well, Menace. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought it sounded like him. And then I looked at the credits at the end and it said, like, Greg Proops. Yep, Greg voice. Proops. And I'm like, oh, well, clearly that's And you're like, I have his autograph. Uh, no, I don't. What? What? <laughs> 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 Add it to the list. Fucking A. God damn. What, what a, a letdown. All right, this is the end of the episode. I'm done. What a goddamn time Star Wars fan. You see, I'm not even talking to you anymore, Garnet. I'm not even talking to you anymore. <laughs> How did you not have that? <laughs> well, you know that it was my mission to collect all the autographs from the Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Clearly my, I bet. Clearly my... I put a lot of money on that one. <laughs> you love that movie so much, Kev. I, I assume you have everybody. I, I got everybody from it. <clears throat> I mean, I watched Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock the other night, so let's not judge. Hey, that's fine. Movies, shall it's we? Fine. It's fine. I watched episode uh, episode Star Trek Four a couple weeks Ooh. ago. Where are your nuclear vessels? <laughs> Where are your vessels? <laughs> Where are your nuclear vessels? So inside, are you kidding me? Moment right there. Um, that was filmed when Chekhov speaking to that cop. That was totally um, 
random. That was an actual police officer, and he just did it on the spot. Really? Whoa. Or authentic um, oh, frack. Uh, yeah. The, the phrase I'm looking for when you film something and someone doesn't know it and it's actually real. Um, well, just like an, in, an improvisation or just like a... No, it wasn't improv. It was an improv. It was improv, oh, so, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, it was improv. The guy had no idea that he was Chekhov from Star Trek. <laughs> and he's like, why is this Russian dude asking me about nuclear vessels or what? Yeah. So that, was, that was an actual scene that they just filmed oh, cool. doing it. I love it. And it was hilarious that, yeah. and they kept it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so yeah, so it's for spot. So then, bastards, you killed my son. Then I watched um, Final Front. No, Undiscovered, Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered. Undiscovered Cry Country. Once again, we've saved civilization as we know it. I really liked it. <laughs> I hadn't yeah, watched I like it in like thing. so many years. Probably like twenty. Anyway. Um, this is a Star Wars podcast, right? Yes, come on. Okay, let's just checking. On. Just checking. <laughs> uh, remember in that last episode, Corellian Hyperfuel is mentioned? Mm, I do, yes. So that... I mentioned that earlier, yeah. That was... That's a solo nice. thing. Um, yeah, that's all I have on Easter eggs. You got anything, mm-hmm. Kev? Oh, we mentioned uh, the, the Batu in the background of that photo. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not can't remember that bit in it, but I remember that was there. I remember reading that bit was there. Uh, I mean, I got the I got the pit droids in it. I got the announcer when I was watching it, but I didn't. I, I've not seen the tattoos. I've, I couldn't remember them from that because I said I've only watched them all once. Um, <laughs> Are they worth watching <laughs> again? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I might watch them again. I might watch them again because it's always nice. The thing I love with Star Wars, it's like Jimmy said, is that although you may not like some things and decisions they make there's still little like you've just gone through there little easter eggs and references that i'll always love yeah to pick up and spot and uh it's such there's so much depth to star wars that there's you can always find something you like in something that's not i mean there must be more in that that third episode that um fuel to the fire one yeah yeah there must be more in that one yet because i I, I remember i watched that quite late and um that was the one that kind of just didn't seem to go anywhere. I could, you kind of knew that they were, you know, them other pilots were kind of going to double cross him and all that lot. And it was, right. uh, you know, you yeah, because he was, he's like what ten years old, so you you could tell he was going to get conned <laughs> into doing something yeah. and not realize it. And mm. like, oh yeah, because he's ten. Oh no, wait, he's, he's not. He's like thirty. <laughs> I don't oh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Anyway. You see that that whole writing of that character is just bizarre. And you, once you'd said it last week, and I, yeah, it's such a childish character, but he's clearly an adult. <laughs> and you're like, you know, at least with Ezra, you could say he was a child, right? You know, yeah, I right. like Ezra more because of that now. Right. Yeah, and they did well, try and make Ezra grow back. over the series. That he was kind of by the end of it, he. He'd learned the force, and he was kind of more responsible in some respect. But this guy's supposed to be that anyway, and you kind of like, you know, why have they real, written him? It's a real letdown, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, strange, 
creative decision, I think. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes as the series goes on. So there, there's a little uh, controversy. It's not a controversy, but it's a little fun argument going around on uh, Twitter that I noticed. I think Steel Wars podcast. Uh, what's his name? Steel Saunders. <laughs> Uh, he was brought it up to light for me, and it was about in this show, the X Wings. At the beginning of that first, remember the first episode? You see the X Wings, the yeah. width, the width of the wings <laughs> from each other. Oh my! Oh he was talking God. about how they're like wicked wide, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but I tell you what, as well, right? That's really bizarre saying that because. Why have them like all the characters got super long legs with that the too. animation? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they look like, like they look really tall. Or some Dude, weird seriously, thin. Yeah. different organism or some shit. And I'm wondering now you've mentioned that with the X-wing wings, but like, like the the, the two they're walking and they're, they're completely the legs are completely <sighs> disproportionate to the body, and you're like. Is that what animated like that deliberately or something? It's like it's the most bizarre. Thing. Like watch, watch it. Have a it's look. It's to at make them look older like, because you know they're children, <laughs> right? Right. Does that make sense? Right. <laughs> Oops. Uh, got, he's got to go. Oops. I find Oops. that answer not good. Oops. <laughs> now this is pod racing. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, oh, here we go no. again. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. All right. Um. Anything else on Resistance, guys, you want to talk about? Nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> good man. Good man. Good man. I've said all I need to say. So I think that leads us to the spoilery section. Unless you want to do Vader comic first, which is also a spoiler, so never mind. Yep. Do so it, let's do it. Tells you. Let's go into it. So the first part's about Mandalorian. Move on if you want. Uh, John Favreau, director, slash producer, more producer, um, writer, producer, writer, right? Producer, writer, writer, producer, writer, producer. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. He released some photos on Instagram, two of them to be exact. <gasps> um, one of them we is have, of the we weapon, the weapon that we talked about last week, Kev. That's pretty badass. The holiday and, special. And uh, thanks to <laughs> Haas Burkhart from Blue Harvest slash Rogue One, a podcast for winners. He pointed out to us, and we mentioned last week, that this is the rifle or looks a lot like the rifle from Kev. The brilliant <laughs> Star uh, Wars holiday special. Jesus Christ. Which yes, I recommend indeed. everybody watch. I recommend that no one ever watches. <laughs> the, the thing the thing that George Lucas said, if he could burn every copy, he would. If you want to see <laughs> Princess Leia singing, if you want to see be Arthur as some bizarre character, and oh, it's the weirdest piece of shit you've ever seen. Except it's the rifle. Abs- it, it, somebody was tripping, except the Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, there's that debate, which is worse. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, the photo shows it laying on a c- few crates. It's a rifle, obviously, and it's got the the butt 
of the gun or stock or whatever that has that that um it almost looks like a a whale fin Ooh. on the end whales Ooh. <laughs> space whales james like what 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 are we on a podcast? Hello? Does someone say whale? James's interest, don't we? Thrawn? Now, James's interest. <laughs> I have you now. <laughs> I have you now. And then the um, the end of the gun, the 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 end of the gun. What would you call that? <laughs> I know, Is that the technical like term? A, it Is that like a technical a term? Then? <laughs> you know that. The end of the like gun that. you shoot out of. <laughs> it's like a uh, a forked. <laughs> Like a two-pronged fork on the end, which is pretty mm. cool. Um, uh, something of note, the crates that it's laying on are those classic Star Wars crates with the circle yeah. and the lines. Pretty fucking odd. Like, if you've ever played Imperial Assault, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure, sure. You know, you know. Or any other Star Wars game that has crates in it. And then um, the other picture Kev was alluding to earlier. <laughs> we have ice cream. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's some device. It looks like a pail with like a cover on it or whatever. But it obviously every Star Wars Empire Strikes Back nerd is like, oh, my God. It's the ice cream maker from Empire Strikes Back <laughs> held by Will Rowe Hood. <laughs> Oh man! But a little bit, it's it's obviously changed a little bit. Looks a little different. Mm-hmm. Like the spaces are filled in, and it's got a cover. But uh, they do often do things like this, though, don't they? Star Wars, when they kind of yeah, like update a prop of like some sort and go, it's yeah, we're going to use that. And we're going to make it a little bit more yeah, appease we're the bring nerds. It into, yeah, and, and yeah, it's like being, living in England. You see that that. When I obviously the Empire Strikes Back with the, when I was looking at that, I didn't know that that was an ice cream maker. It's only <laughs> we don't have that over here. So I'm looking at that because you don't have ice cream stuff. over there. Damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No wonder you don't have Jimmy's. What is this? Very what is sad this strange? Life out there. What is this? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. We haven't got electricity yet. It's like what's happening. But <laughs> But that that meant nothing. I'm like looking at it, going, "Oh, so that's what that is." So that's that's clearly an American thing um, from Empire. So they've obviously just what do you mean? It what do you mean clearly an American thing? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> you you American. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> is that racist? Mm. <laughs> you lot. You lot. That's you lot. That's yeah, you yeah. lot over there. That's not that offensive. You lot over that's there. not offensive to us. You lot. That's not. It's, when you say you yeah. people, that's offensive. Yeah. That's Listen, not, yeah. If you can't take the generalization, don't generalize. Mm-hmm. I love getting generalized. It's like my hobby. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Want, that the the those pictures tickle your fancy, James? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Ice cream maker, pretty dope. Rifle, pretty dope. Rifle also. I mean, kind of reminded me of Luke's rifle, and uh, um, a new hope. What? From a new hope. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm. And if I was a really avid Star Wars fan, I know the name of it. No, <laughs> uh, Google it, Ed. Google it. Just. <laughs> I'm really good at that. 
Um, but the rifle in the Mandalorian or in the holiday special. And I got this from Jedi News again. They're awesome. The the Boba Fett holiday character key limited edition released by Acme Archives 10 years ago calls it an Ambin Amban phase pulse blaster. Bam, bam. They should add rifle on the end of that. That's just my opinion. But anyway. I think it looks so. I think it looks super dope. Um, the end, the two blades on the end, <coughs> kind of reminds me of like Lieutenant Worf's Mechleth from uh, Star Star Trek. Yeah, see what I did there. Oh man, um, what podcast is this? <laughs> I know, I know. This is just shit. Is what it is. We're gonna talk about all kinds of shit. Good. Yeah. Good tea. Oh, it's right a six. It's six dash two og two hunting rifle. If Ooh. people are wondering, it's a slug thrower, obviously. Slug thrower. <laughs> <clears throat> That's amazing. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. No, I, I, I'm pretty psyched. Uh, so, do you also want to know another spoilery bit, or maybe I don't yes. think this was. Uh, um, <coughs> I don't think this was uh, discussed last week on the podcast. But did you see who they're uh, talking about getting to? Um, play the Mandalorian, the actor. We talked about two actors. I don't know. It wasn't specified what they were playing, though. Mm. Right, right. But they're thinking there's a strong theory that the, this guy's going to be Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones. Yeah, see, we brought him up, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. didn't know who he was playing. That would be sweet. That would right. be sweet. I would not disagree. Yep. With that decision, um, so you you're psyched for the Mandalorian. You like the name, the premise, all that jazz. You gonna subscribe? No. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I'll watch it. Fuck you! You're excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch it, James, so you can say. I find that didn't like this bit. I didn't like that bit. I fucking didn't like this bit. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't. Says I used to shut all over resistance. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm really gonna enjoy it. I know I will. Uh, Mm. I mean, live action Star Wars, Mm. hell to the yeah. Especially when it's set after uh, Return of the Jedi, which means we're gonna get a lot of uh, OT stuff. Like, we're gonna see stormtroopers for sure. Like, there'll be some, like, remnant empire warlord or something like that out on the fringes that... Yeah, and we, we talked about it... Did we talk about it last week, Kev? Making Star What's Wars, what? releasing those photos of a couple stormtroopers? No. From they, the they set of out. The Mandalorian? I don't think they were out last week, dude. I oh. Think we, yeah, they, they came out because there was um, there's been some more release this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the stormtroopers on set. Look at me. It's a spoiler. Fucking yeah, hell. You already know about it. man. So yeah, James, you will see you some stormtroopers in Mandalorian. Oh, there was the um, the hooded, the hooded cast member. Character. Yeah, yeah. The, the he looked darker sure. skinned, obviously... although that could be shading. Mm. Um, also, an alien that there's some speculation that it looks like an alien from the Last Jedi in the casino scene. Yeah, which mm. there's a ton of aliens in there anyway. But yeah, 
I mean, I, I hope we see aliens from The Last Jedi, and I hope we see traditional aliens. Like, from I the think, original trilogy. Will. Yeah, I think they'll I do mean, they fuck it better. We still haven't... Mm. We don't even know if Greedo is the last Rodian in the galaxy or not. Mm. No, you got Phase On. You got Phase On, man. From uh, I know, Resistance. I know. he's He's been in there a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but still, my point is still true. Yeah. it's They gotta put more classic aliens in the new movies. For sure. I mean, in the like non in in the sequel trilogy. Mm. I think they will in this TV show because of when it's set. So I think we'll see a good a good mix with this one. Um, he's obviously, you know, with um, the Mandalorian's weapon from the holiday special and things like that. He's going to bring older elements in, but probably put new stuff in as well. So, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for this show. I'm hoping. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my wife to watch it with me. I'm like, it's like a, it's a real show. I want you to <laughs> watch it with me. All the Star Wars references. <laughs> all the Star Wars references. <laughs> you know how we, you, you know how we watch Ozark like every other night. We can watch this yeah. every other night. It's be just as good. <laughs> so here's a question. Here's a question for you. Now, <clears throat> is this movie going to be geared towards show star wars sorry yeah show is this show only going to be geared towards star wars fans or are they going to gear it towards people who just have never seen star wars in their life can i start can i start with my answer they already geared it they already geared it towards more star warsy fans by naming it the mandalorian it's true so they're they're already saying that you know what we know that people are going to watch this. We have a built-in audience. Don't give a shit about the haters out there, the people who don't know what this is. If they stumble upon it, cool. Guys, I drew a helmet of Boba Fett at my gym. At my gym on the whiteboard, I drew his helmet. Is that the one you took a picture of? Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. looked good, right? It looked pretty good. It looked awesome. Yeah. And I'm getting texts from people that have seen Star Wars. They're like, who's that? Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Who's that? Who's that? No way. Mm-hmm. Well, co- let's shit. not throw them completely under the bridge. How no, you can't because he's sketch? not in. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'll call into question the quality of the artist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what this looks like, but I mean, there may be. A it was pretty good, that, right? You know, maybe you're not as artistically talented as you think, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> that might be it. Well said, Jimmy. Well um, said. But seriously, I think think about how often you see Boba Fett. I mean, he is people who have seen it once. That's who you're talking to, right? <laughs> that's who you're talking. Like, yeah, I've seen Star Wars. They're not gonna. They've seen Empire Strikes Back. Years they're ago. they're not going to remember Boba Fett, and they're already going to yeah. know his name. How many times? Or what his Boba race Boba is? Name said once. Yeah, or that he's a Mandalorian or whatever. Like no one knows. Like they when they named it the Mandalorian, there's an obvious. They're obviously gearing it. <laughs> They've got to be fans. They've yeah. got to be. Yeah. Yeah. This has be okay. More. So this is this is so now. Now with that said, seeing that they've all right, they've committed to naming it the Mandalorian. Already they're saying, you know what? Fuck all everybody else out there. This one is for the Star Wars fans. Now, what does that mean? How is this going to be like Star Wars 
to the max the way it should be? Or what? Like, uh, we're, we're not going to be dealing with a lot of, like, sappy bullshit drama stuff. I want Star Wars. I want yeah. action. Slight drama. Not a lot of drama. I'll take drama if that, it works. But doesn't that ask the question, though, if it's on Disney's new streaming service, aren't they going to want... How am I trying to put it? They need PG-13. viewers for that, don't they? They, they? they need viewers, don't they? They need to sell this. So is it going to be marketed at just Star Wars fans, or is it going to be try and get casual people in? Because they need subscribers, surely. They need subscribers to that. Well, they do. And they already have a ton with kids. And they're and they're going for the fan, the Star Wars, mm. like more than general public fan, and you see, that's what, that'll get that's them what probably. For, yeah, and I think that'll get yep. them enough subscribers mm. for what they want, right? Because I would yeah. hope so. And I, and I, th- I and mean, I we got the so. five listeners that we have, and then <laughs> yep, like whatever, whatever else is out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure we're uh, ensuring the financial security of Disney for quite a long time there, aren't we, Um, with all that? But you kind of, I think we're all hoping for a more adult-orientated show, aren't we, in a proper Star Wars show? Um, One can only hope, Kev. We can't. Well, I I hope that this is a bumbling uh, Mandalorian character who... Keeps falling over and <laughs> it's not quite sure of his place in the world or his age. <laughs> well, fucking like Mr. Bean. Yeah, he's a mute. Oh Jesus Christ! Don't please no, no. Resistance is going to be a great show for us to review. Just letting the mm. audience know. <laughs> and you've got you've got late thirties and forty year old men reviewing this, and it's clearly not aimed at us. Clearly not aimed at us. I'm a 44 year old man, and I'm there going, "This is really annoying." And this character, you know, going, it's not aimed at you, Kev. Kevin's no. age. Kevin Ed are age confused. <laughs> we are age confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm, are, I'm coining the we term, are. age confused. Age confused. Uh, oh, or Jesus. maturity confused. Whatever it is. And that does it. We are. Oh, we can do Vader comic. And then email, we don't really yep. have time for... Eh. We can do it. Vader. Do it. Vader. Your thoughts, Kev. Or James. Whoever wants to go oh, first. Kev, go. Don't, don't make me go first. Oh, I'm going to go first again. Oh, god damn. I love <laughs> Are you series. kidding me? Are you I kidding me? Just series. go first. <laughs> Are you Fortress. kidding me? Uh, Fortress Vader. Yes. Fortress Vader in the yeah, house. that's so. What are we on there? Pretty dope. We're on part three, is it? We've read, so I've read part one, two, and three. Um, man, this this is this is a great series already. We we're getting lots of Star Wars reference. Although the um, obviously we've got um, some Jedi still in it from. Um, the prequels. How do you pronounce his name? Eith Koth, is it? Eith Koth? Um, uh, Eva McGregor. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. 
Yeah, the character, the Jedi from the Jedi Council. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, the pre- he became a priest, yeah. which was like the stupidest cover for a Jedi. That is hilarious, isn't it? Even the Emperor, even even the Emperor's like going, what an idiot. He's like, yeah. of all the, of all the things an ex-Jedi could have chosen, as a, <laughs> like, what's it? He's like, I've become a priest. You're like, what? Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Force. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. I mean, that, that first episode is quite, uh, sorry, the first issue is quite, um, you know, when... The Inquisitors steal the baby off her and all that lot. It's pretty horrible, isn't it, to start off a, a series with? Um, but uh, yeah, and then um, we get the Royal Starship back in it, the Nubian class from Amidala's ship. Yep. Um, but now we're starting to find the main sort of thread is obviously the his connection to Mustafar isn't it he's obviously he, he demands a planet from yeah um from like the a Emperor, base and yeah. a home of where to live from Palpatine and Palpatine's like well I could give you Tatooine I could give you um he's eradicated most or all of the known Jedi mm, and his prize this, is a planet and he chooses mm, Mustafar where he died and faced not died but Anakin died where he was born yeah and he was born faced uh his nemesis, yeah, slash father. And Pal- and Palpatine asks father. him why, why there, isn't it? Why there? Why do you want there? Which is obviously he goes into, but yeah, the whole, the, the, the kind of like the mask that Palpatine gives him. I, I had to look at that and thinking, have I missed this character before? This is it, Lord? What's it? What is it, Lord Momin? Is it or um, okay, yeah? Master? So let's talk so about this. That. Is this is yeah? Go on. So. Palpatine gives him an artifact. It's Ooh. a helmet as part of the gift. He's like, use this. This will help you in designing your castle or whatever. Your whatever you want to do on the planet. Mm. And it's a helmet crafted by a former Sith named Lord Momin. M-O-M-I-N. Who, who uh, used his Sith powers to create Force artifacts with powers. You know what I mean? Yeah, they said he was a thoughtful Sith, isn't it? Like, he yeah. was more rather than... He did everything through making things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is where we connect to the Lando comic series, James. <laughs> um, remember when they captured the Imperialis? Mm-hmm. Those artifacts in that in the vault in there are made by yours truly. Sick. Lord Momin. Lord Momin. So, this guy's a guy that makes stuff and is awesome and is involved in the architecture of Vader's castle. Because one of his Vader's subordinates that he brings, officers, (laughs) that he brings to the planet ends up putting it on and designing it and stuff. So... I'll let she's people like red, read the she's comic. She's like the red shirt guy, isn't she? Yeah, there's like one the that ends shirt. up being a red shirt. I'll let you guys read it and figure it out, but yeah. it's pretty cool. I kind of I kind of knew what was going to happen to her as soon as the Palpatine goes, take her with you, you'll be fine. You're like, well, she's dead. When she's like, where do you want the the, the yeah. titty, where do you want the titty bar to go or whatever? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, where, where do you want the lap dancing bar? He's like, put one over there. <laughs> And then he strangles her and kills her. It's like, don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> that doesn't happen. But no, it doesn't. You guys should read it. It's a really good uh, comic. Or well, my issue. my thought. I wonder as with because obviously now it's been hinted at before, and this this Lord Moment thing. I'm wondering if 
we're going to find out more about him in something else. We maybe sure in, will. I hope so. Maybe in either the Ryan Johnson trilogy or the Game of Thrones guys one or something, because this seemed quite a significant thing to me in this the last issue that I read, and it was kind of like, oh, I want to know more about that. Um, I just want to, maybe not a, a focal point, but I think they might go back and he might be a significant part later on, you know, in some sort of form. I don't know what you think, but it, it, it sounded really good, didn't it? Like, I, I think it's something that was crafted <coughs> in the Lando comics. That's a great, great idea because, like, who knows how many artifacts this guy made. And, you know, we've read EU books where you're finding Sith artifacts, Jedi artifacts that have these special powers. Mm. And it just adds that element of, like, <coughs> intrigue to it that's just like, oh, I want to know more and what it does to people. Like, they get corrupted by these items. And, I mean, you see it in other things like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So there's more to come from that, I think. But, uh, yeah, terrific so far. So that's it my thought. crafted in Mount Mustafar. <laughs> <laughs> how how, eerie, one, how one, eerie was one, it? Yeah. Well, how eerie was it seeing, like, young Anakin's face, like, with uh, Vader's? Oh, yeah, that was great that artwork. Was I like that. I like that artwork. That was good. Mm. It's like himself, you know, the typical seeing himself on the ship and and then I'm like oh what's that helmet in the background <coughs> I hope yeah. they expand on that and they did creepy as hell creepy. And then, what do you and, guys think then, you, and then you like you know he gets he gets the uh, Padme ship you know that pristine mm. silver Nabooian Nabooian <laughs> ship and Nubian. Uh, Nubian Nubian Nubian, yeah. Nubian. Nubian yeah. that's right and <laughs> takes it through he shuts <laughs> off the shields Shuts off the shield on purpose and goes through the atmosphere of Mustafar. Yeah, he, he fucks it up, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> lands it and he gets outside and he looks at it all charred and everything. He's like, yeah, that's Good. the way I like it. <laughs> well, because, again, that's a symbol of his past. Right. Yeah. And he's he burning. doesn't want to remember anything like it. He's charred, like much like himself. Anything in his past needs to be destroyed, eradicated, or just... In my opinion, that's weakness. Hiding, you like know, he's like trying to not bury it. Well, yeah. he's trying to erase it too. If he's anything, to bury it. If anything, it shouldn't matter. Just if anything, it, it should have, but it's still recent and still raw for him. Right, but I'm just saying, like the emperor should see that as a weakness. But I don't know if he does. I mean, he does question, like, why do? Why are you going here, the place where you burned? You know. Right. Oh yeah, that's what he does definitely do that doesn't he so well it meant it meant like he bled the lightsaber to make his the crystal to mm. make his there and he sensed something there that could help him grow as a Sith. Yeah. which is what he tells him isn't it he tells him in in there sort of thing so um but yeah because he is it in issue one or two when he kills the inquisitors doesn't he he kills them as well and they're slowly to prove to Palpatine, he sort of says that they were they had a connection and you couldn't have an attachment and so he nope. kills them, doesn't he? And all that lot. You're like, well, this is this is proper Vader now we're getting into. Yep. Um I like that bit, yeah. yeah. 
I can't be happy, no one can be happy. That's it, yeah. He's the ultimate goth, isn't he? He is. <laughs> so too uh, bad he doesn't cry, LCB yeah. emo. You can't cry through those lenses. A, I bet he sits in his little palace in Mustafar listening to The Cure all day long. Listening <laughs> to The Cure. <laughs> The ultimate goth. So miserable. Cheer up, Darth. Come on, man. Come on. Don't be such a fucking hipster. (laughs) Just because you can't see him smile. (laughs) You never know. He could be smiling. He could be maniacally smiling. Probably not. Could be. (laughs) But he could. You never know when he smiles. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so what do you think? Could you imagine if he's like force choking (laughs) somebody and the whole time he's smiling? You don't even know it. You don't even know it. He's like, well, he's like the Joker. Yeah. Just smile all the time. Yeah. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> you want to know these scars? You see, yeah. Good be good it. Joaquin Phoenix, boys. Joaquin Phoenix. My teacher was a a violent man who would constantly criticize me. <laughs> Just like going, "Oh, get over it, Darth." Get you guys, over it. you guys excited for Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> You guys excited oh, for Joaquin Phoenix? Or the playing the Joker? Yes. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like he's... Well... I am. I, li- I like, he'll, he'll, I like he'll, him as an actor. I think he's great. He'll I do... He's absolutely great. He'll do the best job. Mm-hmm. He'll do better than Jared Leto, I'm sure of it. <laughs> yes. God, I hope so. Fuck That's it, probably sucks. not that hard to do. Um, mm. But yeah... I am excited for it as well. Yeah, I, I, I think he's great. Cause I just watched the... What was that last film I did? You Were Never Really Here? I don't know if you've seen that movie. Fucking hell, he's intense in that. And that is a... I love that film. And I thought, you know what? This guy could be a good joker. If they get it right, they could be a good joker. Mm. So, yes, I'm, I am excited with that one. I can't wait to see how he does with it. We'll see. All right. Let's move on to email. the one email I want to read tonight. Yeah, emails. From John Boffman. You can send those in at scruffy po- scruffylookingpodcasters at gmail.com. Yes. He says, hi, guys. I don't think you've answered this one before. Did The Last Jedi change your view of The Force Awakens, either positively or negatively? Kev, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Me first again. Uh, how about me first? Okay, yeah, go ahead, um, James. <laughs> go on, James. You take this one. I'm, I can the, go first if you like. I'm happy to, but if you want to do it, James, go. I go. don't. I don't. I don't think that it. It. It doesn't. No. No. It. It doesn't change my review or view of. Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> the end. Which is um, which is what? Just so we know. Wait, what? What what did you think of the Force Awakens? I love the Force Awakens. I thought oh, Force Awakens right. was great. You're a JJ baby. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because right. he saved Star Trek. Um, <laughs> I like I liked Force Awakens. It it was a little bit too much cheese uh, at a lot of points. Uh, and honestly, I think that um, the Last Jedi kind of like brought it back a little bit, like made it a little bit more real, a little bit more gritty. Uh, which I really enjoyed, um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I was—I thought I was really good. Did they affect one another? Kind of, because 
it really built up like it really built up how shitty Luke Skywalker is in the Last Jedi. Like you would think that like oh maybe he's on something he disappeared and he's sad but once you tell him that like hey shit's really bad we really need you he'll come out and help and he doesn't and that kind of I don't know it's sort of what you see and what you saw with Luke Skywalker and Force Awakens that brief moment Kajidi looking old man yeah that's that's pretty much him he sucks <laughs> Hmm. Where are you, Cap? <laughs> oh God! Um, oh, how's that? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I don't think it's changed. I- I've said all along the thing that I don't like with is clearly between the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, and it's going to happen now with Episode Nine. Is there's a conflict of what one director wanted and what another director wanted? Mm. And I've, I, I don't like. I just feel that they've not thought this trilogy out, and that. Look, my view on the Force Awakens hasn't changed. It, I I was underwhelmed, because it was just a New Hope, beat for beat, rip off, and it was safe. Now I get why he did it. I've always defended JJ for it. I get why he did it because the place Star Wars was at at the time. But I, I like The Last Jedi because it took risks. All right, people might say, yeah, but it, they sucked or whatever. But he did try and do something original. Different, and he tried yeah. to do something different. But everything The Force Awakens was kind of trying to set up was clearly not what Ryan Johnson wanted to do. You know, with Ray's parents, with um, Snoke, with everything else. So... To me, between the two films, I find them difficult. It's going to be interesting after Nine whether you can watch this as a trilogy and feel comfortable as a trilogy. Because I feel now that, that they, they don't seem to be pulling in the right the same way as a, as a, as a film. Now, we've spoken mm. about it before. I really like... I, I do genuinely think The Last Jedi... I think it's great. Now, whatever, you know, I get why he did it. I mean... The Luke thing is always the one that doesn't sit completely right, but I kind of get why he's done it because JJ wrote him there. It kind of he put him in that situation with Luke. As, right, right. Like, why? Um, why else you know, would he be? Away? Yeah, and there's not really from a writing point of view. I, I kind of think, well, what were you expecting? Because JJ put him there. You know, he, he put him on a. He's not there. He's not just going to suddenly come back because Ray turns up and goes, oh, yeah, I'll come back. He's got to have a reason as to why he's been there and done that. Right. And and everything. I just want, I mean, with JJ Duck. So I think it hasn't changed my view on it, but I just don't like the fact that the two movies, as they sit together, seem seem to be pulling in different directions and don't seem to flow in a in a narrative way um that's what i think and it'll be interesting to see how nine ties all up and then when you sit and analyze it as a trilogy will it will it sit right what will what you know because you know if jj comes in and then makes ray's parents significant yeah it's gonna look weird 
it's going to look weird. You know, if if you think about it, A New Hope and Empire kind of pull in different directions as well, without knowing. Yeah, the not, yeah, but but not not that Empire doesn't shit all over the New Hope though. It doesn't just go <laughs> everything that we've done from A New Hope. Let's just you kill Snoke. There's too many. This is this part of my but, but, but I kind of, I mean, the Snoke thing's the Snoke thing. I've not got an issue with that. But, you know, the, the, clearly JJ was hinting at something for Ray's parentage or, you know, and other things. And I still didn't like, still don't like the fact that in this new trilogy, we don't get Han, Luke and Leah together again. That still bugs me. And it still annoys yep. me because... It'll never know, happen now. And that's JJ's fault because there was no... You know, and it was what it was. So, I, I, yeah, that makes me sad. I don't feel any different. I don't feel any different in that respect. In answer to the question, but they don't sit right as a, in a story for me as a trilogy. You know, in a yeah. So it does conflict. It it kind of does conflict, but in not the right way for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I have to agree with you. I think. I think. I'm. You don't I have think. to. You can... <laughs> well, no. I'm like. I'm with you on the. It was underwhelming. The Force Awakens to begin with. I like and the, it. And the, it, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. it. I understand why they did it that way and all that stuff. But. I didn't walk out being like, yeah, fuck yeah. I no, walked I out being like, okay. Um. I'm not feeling really excited i was hoping i think i just went in hoping for way more mm. and it was like there was just too many new hope callbacks and stuff I, i've talked about this before you can go back to previous episodes and listen to my opinions on the force awakens but with the last jedi coming out it kind of affirms sometimes throughout it some of the faults of the force awakens where it leaves it almost like too open with too many characters, too many yeah. s- mm. like tangents and storylines go- characters going on. And like, what do you do with that? So you got, you got all these characters and Ryan Johnson has to be like, all right, well I'm going to put Finn with this new character because Finn and Rose, I mean, and Finn and Ray had this thing in the Force Awakens, but like I can't have them together if Ray's gonna go off to like look for Luke. I don't know. It's like and and yeah. I like the for the Last Jedi because it tests everybody's character. It's great. It's like awesome for a middle movie. Um, but you yeah, know, me you're, too. You're me killing too. off Phasma. You're killing off Snoke. Like it's like there's too many characters. Like make it. It's too much to put in a movie. Mm. Right. JJ yeah. just set up like, like too much, I think. Yep, yep. And then Brian Johnson took it all away. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying, <laughs> the Last Jedi made you just a little more aware of that. That's that's what I felt when I watched it. <coughs> but anyway, that was my yeah. thoughts. So his second question: I read an article today that mistakenly called the storm that recently hit Japan Typhoon Jedi instead of Typhoon Jedi. Jebi? 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 <laughs> which leads me to ask, which Star Wars character should we name a hurricane or typhoon after? Oh, my Thanks. God. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a... T- I'll oh, go gosh. first. Bane, motherfucker. Hurricane Bane <laughs> coming in. Oh, and it rhymes. Hurricane Bane, motherfucker. Hurricane Bane. Bane, Bane. 
Or it can Cad Bane. Yeah, Cad Bane. It could be either one. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Anything oh, popping that's, out for you guys? Yeah. I can't top that. I can't. Hurricane Bane. <laughs> what else Hurricane could it be? Bane. Hurricane Sidious. Ooh, I like that. Hurricane Sidious. Typhoon. Vader? <laughs> Why are we going towards evil guys? What about, like, Leia? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you have Why to. Are we picking on? We'd have to go, like, a Sith Lord or something, right? I mean, those are the knowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Typhoon Sifideus. Yeah, that would work. That. I like that. Mm. Oh, I can't think of what. Doth Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Yes. That's yeah. a good one. That would be all right. Hurricane Tyrannus, wouldn't it? That'd Hurricane Tyrannus. Typhoon Tyrannus. Typhoon yeah, Tyrannus. There you go. I hope, I hope that kind of answers uh, your question. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I know. Right? Um, that's it. We're done for the night. Nice. Jimmy. Guys. Guys, punch, well, punch guys, it. thanks so much. This is episode 47. We had a great time with you tonight. 49, 49, 49. Don't, don't forget. Yep. What did I say, 47? Yeah. I meant 49. Um, <laughs> you can email us, scruffypodcasts at gmail.com. Send us some more questions. Let's have fun. Enjoy what we do. Not give a shit about political correctness because that's who we are and that's how we're bringing it to your ear holes. Enjoy. Scruffy, scruffy. Make that force of others be with you all. Cheerio, folks. This party's over.